Welcome to your Cochrane right now. My name's Eric Ruddle here with Lauren Meister, and this weekly podcast is all about catching you up with everything going on in Cochrane and hopefully less time than it takes for you to drive across it. And it has been a pretty busy week here in town. It's been a very busy yes. week. It's been, you know, a very busy few months, election after election. Although I've noticed now, just going for my drive, I think 98% of those election signs they're gone. I know. It's so nice because, yeah, we had the federal one and they picked up those signs, but like <laughs> they used the exact same holes to put the Guaranteed. municipal ones up, yeah. right? And they were everywhere. Oh, every street corner, you know, lawn signs, every traffic circle. Because as you know, I take seven traffic circles yes. to get into yes. work. So they were just like completely saturated in the traffic circles. Actually, on my drive into work this morning, I thought I saw election signs, but it was a bunch of deer. I saw a big ah, buck, actually. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yes. kind of cool. Uh, what <laughs> would you do with the signs? So let's say you ran, you're all done now. Do you put them away, like expecting to do it again in four yeah, years or I, I don't, get rid of them? I, I know. I often wonder that because, as you we've talked about before, the signs are not cheap. So they no. must they must no. hang on to them. You, you Where think. do you store them all? Like, do all the council candidates, like, do they have big storage spaces or, or garages or like where do they actually keep all these signs because some of those big big wooden ones yeah are those huge ones on the side yeah. of the highway like that's not just going in the corner in the basement no yeah so i i don't know, I don't know. it's <laughs> nice to see that these signs are wrapped up of course election monday it wasn't the most <laughs> exciting outcome of course Everybody who was on town council remains on town council. Back on council yeah. again. Good and of course, them. congratulations to, to everyone yeah. who got back on again. And kudos to everyone who stepped up. I, I think just taking the initiative and putting your name out there and campaigning, that's, you know, that takes a lot of bravery. Oh, yeah. And I think one thing that we should learn from this one is Cochrane needs a whole lot more places to actually go vote. Because yes. This was quite the vote, right? Like, yeah. if you were able to just walk in and do it, it'd still take a normal person like 10 yeah. minutes. So, well, because we had like 25 yeah. questions to Who's answer. Who's on Senate? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> there, there was so many lines. Yes. And like these lines were sometimes close to an hour long. You had to be really committed to vote. This Did year. you get caught up in that? Did oh, you yes. vote on election day? Yes. And, yeah. and I was at first, I live up in Sunset coming down to work. I'm like, oh, I got 10 minutes. That's how much time I need for the federal election. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, I saw a line going down to the Co Cochran Ranch. Wow. So I was like, no. And so I did it when I came home. And yeah, my wife's like, where are you? I'm like, <laughs> Standing in line. Oh. Civic responsibility. You gotta well, love it. That's the thing. It's your civic duty to do that. But didn't you want to go ahead of time? Like I did the advanced polls. I did, I don't know, it was like the Thursday before election yeah. day and it was over at the ranch house as well. I live on the other end of town and it was right at five o'clock and I knew, I knew that it was going to be a bit of a nightmare to get there because we all know what the 1A22 yeah. is like at that time of day. It took us... Uh, 45, 50 minutes to get there. Seriously? Yes, because of traffic. Oh. Just stuck at the 1A22 to get to the ranch house. And uh, then we waited in line for, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. But yeah. then, yeah, same thing. You go in and it takes about 10 minutes yeah. to vote because there was a ton of questions. <laughs> questions. Uh, yeah, but it's nice that election now is kind of done and we can yeah. rest and we don't have to see the signs. But something that just came across the newsroom this morning was uh, some parking changes yes. that I think might upset a few dog owners. <laughs> 
I'm thinking so. So, you know, this is going to be interesting because this is a really busy route. And a lot of people who get stuck heading towards the 1A22, they sometimes turn off and go down this road. Oh, yeah. So West Rock Road, which probably does it. I've lived here my whole life and I couldn't tell you what road that is. <laughs> it is the one right next to the skateboard park. Right. And also that off-leash dog park, the Strip. Right. Yeah. And uh, they are bringing a new stop sign, which is great. Yes. Because uh, it's kind of scary driving on that it road. Is. Well, and there's so many vehicles parked oh. there all the time. So when you're trying to, you know, get off the, I always call it the Dairy Queen Street. Yeah, exactly. When you try to get off the Dairy Queen Street and turn left uh, to go by the skate park, it's hard. It's yeah, very it's difficult. it's like a single lane and you have yeah. to expect people to stop for you. So now they're saying you cannot park along that road. Mm-hmm. You either have to go park in uh, Mitford Pond parking yeah. or the skateboard park parking lot, which you imagine will be the first to fill. Yes. So you might want to be prepared for a little bit of an extra walk. Well, I think people can just bust out the the scooters, Ooh, right? Have you go- ever? Tr- you're you're not a huge dog person, but have <laughs> you ever tried to ride like a scooter or a bike with a, a dog? Can't you get a basket for your dog? Uh, That's a thing. People not, do that. Not everyone has a little foo foo dog. They they must have big baskets for big dogs <laughs> yes. or like a backpack or something. Oh yeah, that's I'm sure thing. that that's fine. I guess if you're going down there to walk your dog, it's just a little more, a little <laughs> more exercise. And uh, here at the station, we got quite the delivery this week. Ninety one and a half pounds of candy. We wanted to do oh, this man. for a second year in a row, and uh, this year we said specifically, like we want to focus on the chocolate bar yes. aspect, right? Yes. So the boxes, and we underestimated. That how much candy ninety one and a half pounds is? We literally have over thirty five hundred chocolate bars in the station right <laughs> you now. You counted that out? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Ernie from Save On Foods. Yeah. He came he over and yeah, he he came over and he he weighed. Everything. Yes. So everything is to a T. It is 91 and a half pounds. And uh, some of the people here in the station, they stacked it all up to make it look really, really pretty. And before it was even stacked up, though, uh, I was tripping over it. Like oh, you yeah. couldn't even get by the hallway. Like there was just, it was just this mountain just of candy. candy. Just candy. And we threw it through that picture of the stack up on our yeah. Facebook page. And let me tell you, so we did that later yesterday. The entries. People are like, you know what? Yes, I want an entire wall of candy. We have just been swarmed with entries. And they come to both Lauren and myself. So all night long, my wife's like, who's texting you? No, it's another entry. It's another entry. Another entry. Beautiful costumes, though. Yes, I'm looking forward to this voting contest. Yeah, so Cocker Knights are going to vote. But I got a question for you. So what would you do? I know we can't enter, but what would you do if you won all that candy? I'd like to say, like, oh, I donated and all that stuff. But you think you just probably, like, live. Or my wife and I said that, like, if we won, there is, I think, at least 40 boxes of the, like, 90 to 100 chocolate bars. Right. We don't get that many kids. What if you just gave out boxes? Yeah. Like you would probably win Halloween. You'd be part of their life forever. They would forever tell the story of the house (laughs) that just gave them a box. The thing is, though, is kids have good memories. So then they're going to keep coming back to your house because they're going to be the, they're going to know that you're the house that gave out the entire box of candy. And then next year, you're just going to disappoint them. (laughs) I know, right? Next year they come, (laughs) oh, one for you. Yeah. What about you? Are you taking it to charity? Are you just letting your kids gorge? Are you doing it yourself? Well, I mean, with 91 and a half pounds, I feel like there's a lot to go around. So I think that everybody would gorge a lot. And, you know, you'd have dessert for every meal for the next like six months for sure. But I think that you would come up with fun ways to give it up. 
out to people. And and I think like both my kids are really active with sports and different extracurricular activities. So, you know, I feel like you could incorporate that. Like, here, take this to all your hockey kids and the dance kids and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and one of the comments said that Cochran Ringette teams actually use candy bags as giveaways and all that jazz. So, maybe I'd give it to the Ringette teams, right? I'm sure they'd be down with a guy showing up, oh, here's a bunch of candy, right? But, <laughs> Lots yeah, of options. We are giving that away before Halloween. It's going to be a ton of fun. And this week, uh, we learned that there was over 500 sightings of ticks in Alberta. Yeah. And it, it turns out, I've never seen a tick before in my life. Uh, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm never going to see a tick before. But, Lauren, you've had that. run-ins with uh, Mr. Tick before. I know. Yeah. I know. It's kind of a crazy story. And I kind of I kind of forgot about it until a few years ago when everybody kind of started talking about ticks again. Yeah. But so uh, back in the day, uh, when I was in high school, I went on a big canoe trip to northern Saskatchewan. Ooh. Oh, I, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was the high school canoe trip. My dad was the the leader, the organizer. He was the teacher Make at, sure at you the don't get high any school. Trouble, eh? Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, he was the teacher at the high school. But yeah. um, anyway, it was the way up north. Like you were in the middle of forest, right? Yeah. Uh, sleeping in tents, sleeping bags, all that kind of stuff. And I remember getting bit by like I don't even know the most big mosquitoes and spiders and every kind of bug you could possibly think of and coming home and being like covered in red spots. And anyway, they all went away. Not a big deal. But then I had this one spot on my stomach that just kind of kept on coming back all through high school. So this was grade nine. Finally, in grade 12, I actually danced and uh, throughout high school. And uh, I remember because I had to wear dance costumes yeah. that would show my stomach. stomach yeah. And I was like, what is this thing on my stomach? It keeps on coming back. It just, it looked like a little mosquito bite. So oh. finally I went to the doctor and I was like, what's going on here? I've got this random thing that keeps on popping yeah. out on my stomach. And uh, anyway, they took it out. Uh, it was a tick. Oh, no. I know. Isn't a that gross? buddy for like four years. Yeah. So it was just a head of a tick. It wasn't live. Yeah. It was just the head of a tick. But uh, yeah, I got to see it. She pulled it out. I know. Isn't that <laughs> Did disgusting? Did she know it was a tick? Like, yeah. Like going in, she was like, yeah, that's a tick. Or was she like, let's get out? And she's like, oh, gosh. I, th- I don't know if she knew initially. Like yeah. she could tell there was something in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I Isn't like that, that disgusting? Story. Now, do you blame any, like, if you get a head cold, you're like, oh, it was that tick. Ten years ago, when I had that tick in me, it was that. Well, that's the thing. Like, so I, I mean, I, I anytime I ever get like a headache or whatever, yeah. I'm tired. I'm like, ah, oh, like I should get the tested. For it. It's, it's got to be the tick. Yeah, it's it's yeah. totally Your the tick's fault, right? Loves but that story, yeah. yeah, lots of fun. I know it's really disgusting to yeah. think about, but uh, it's it's long out of my body. Exactly. We're good, good I'm to go. Sure, yeah. And tomorrow night. Is the first mega country concert that oh. Cochranites will be able to go to in two years? Oh, man. Like, yeah. I think the last concert I saw was Eric Church. Right. And he was February of 2020. Really? Was that? I don't that think right? so. I th- It must have been even before, even before that. Then? I don't know. Life yeah. is a blur. But it Eric is. Church <laughs> is coming. And the Gather Again tour, it is a go. Uh, we were on... Because Lauren and myself both purchased our own tickets. We We didn't get them from the radio station. That's how committed we are. Oh, yeah. We used our own money. And we have been waiting for months 
to hear like, oh yeah, no, this is canceled. I know. <laughs> it's I, not. Okay, we shouldn't be jinxing this it, because no, it, this is fine. still tomorrow. This it's is tomorrow. Could, anything could happen before yeah. tomorrow. But I am so excited to go just do something normal again yeah. and just... Yeah, get back to the Saddle Dome again. I mean, it's been like two years yes. since going there and see live music. I've never seen Eric Church in concert. Yeah, I've seen so. him several times. He puts on one heck of a show. Oh, it's going to be a I'm ton so of fun. Excited. And uh, I've heard the rumors. He plays like 40 plus songs. Wow. It's just him for three plus hours. And really, it, it could be a cat and a banjo on stage. And I'd probably still go because right? I just got to see a concert. <laughs> I know. And just be there in the thick of it again. I'm a little nervous about after though like just trying to get out of the saddle dome because you know how you're shoulder to shoulder Shoulder, and it takes like forever to get out of there and then everybody hops onto the C train and same thing like you're just like on there like a sardine. Yeah. So I'm not I don't know if I'm ready for that after being just by myself basically for the last Two years. Yeah, and and the world still hasn't gone back to normal, right? And I'm worried about getting in because yeah, yeah, you do have to prove vaccination, all that jazz. What's that timing like, right? Like, right. are we just walking in, flashing, and they're like, oh, 30 seconds you're in? Or is it like 10 minutes? Like, all right. And when is your birthday? Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, what's your maiden name? Awesome. So, major sin number. Yeah. Exactly. Credit card number. Yeah, exactly. Your <laughs> sin number, your credit card, your address. No, but uh, we're going pretty early. On, That's a good Friday, idea. Yeah. Well, I guess it works out that I took tomorrow off uh-huh, and you're doing mornings yeah, and uh, so, so all perfect. will be well. But yeah, I think it's going to be such a good show and just a cool experience. Yeah. And, but what the biggest question is, is, what should we wear? What should we wear? <laughs> do you cowboy up, cowgirl up? Or do, oh. you, like, do you put on a plaid mask? I don't know. Exactly. You got like, Do you coordinate your mask with your outfit? These are the questions. I, will find I don't know. Out. And have the drinks at the Saddle Dome, have they gone up in price? They used to be like 10 bucks. Are they going to be 12 bucks now? I, I don't know because I know there's Flames games happening. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't talked yeah, to anyone about uh, the prices, but there's All these the questions. questions. There's the questions. Find out next week <laughs> on your Cochrane right now. But before we go, uh, Lauren, you got to catch up with a Cochrane artist, actually. Yeah, yeah. So Sharon Marie White, um, you know, you remember her. She came in shortly after we had launched the station and she gave an acoustic performance for us and performed a few songs. Yes. So anyway, we hadn't talked to her in a couple of years. And she is just such a fantastic lady, so, so busy, working on a ton of music right now and working with artists all over the world right now as well. And uh, she's got a new song, a couple of new songs right now, and uh, we got to hear some of them. Yeah, so this is really cool. This one's called Pour Me Again, Cocker Night, Sharon Marie White. We are wrapping up with this. Thanks again, Lauren. And here's an awesome tune. (laughs) 